You bet it is, and uh, we are ready to roll at uh, six minutes after seven o'clock already. Phone lines open, ready for you. You have calls, questions, comments, bring them on. 416-870-6400, star 640 on your cell. We get to the next uh, 48 minutes or so. We'll answer all of your questions. And, uh, yeah, something's been... Uh, chipping away at uh, your thought process going man i don't quite understand this about my job or for you're an employer and you have questions about hiring new people or you're looking at maybe thinning the herd a little bit you want to do it correctly you're not sure how the way to do it first is with a phone call again 416-870-6400 star 640 on cell we'll get to that we'll talk about pocketemploymentlawyer.ca, which you can go to anytime as we sit here and uh, chat together and so you've been terminated now what we'll get to that topic as well tonight and if we got some time, we'll get to a, a couple emails. You'll want to send one along, help at employmentlawyer.ca. First of all, pal, week that was, what is going on? Hey, John, uh, another busy, busy week so far. Really uh, busy start to the week, which is amazing. It means people are listening. People understand that the law can help them. People call me and email me with their workplace questions. That's terrific. That's what I like to do. So let's get it started tonight, right now. Give us a call on the show if you have a workplace issue, a question, a problem, a concern, whatever the word is, something is not right or you want to know if it is, no problem. Call us right now and, and we'll answer that question, solve that problem. But sometimes you may have a more serious issue, something you really need to sit down and, and uh, work through, not an issue. We'll give you my contact information so that we can connect and talk about that workplace uh, problem. And, and remember, the reason we're here is not to tell you, sorry, you can't do anything about it. The reason we're here is to tell you that in so many cases, in most cases, there are solutions good solutions to your workplace problems so take us out for a spin so to speak try us out give us a call right now but week there was some situations that came across my desk just over the past few days uh, i spoke with a, a lady uh, right at the beginning of the week on monday mm-hmm. now she had uh, for years uh, worked the same eight hour shift for the last three or four years worked eight hour shift uh, monday to friday pretty steadily well she's an hourly paid employee and over the last two two and a half weeks uh, when she came into work, uh, most days, not necessarily every day, but most days, she came into work, she would send be sent home after four or five hours. Uh, obviously, it's a big deal. She's an hourly paid employee. She's making less money. And she spoke yeah. to her uh, boss and said, well, what's, what's going on? I understand maybe once, maybe twice, but it's almost every time. Saying, well, sorry, we're slower than expected. And we recently hired another person, so we have more bodies than usual. Uh, so hopefully things will change. For now, we gotta we gotta do this. Uh, she she waited another week. St- still was happening. So finally, she called me, and she wanted to know what her rights were. So here's the thing, John. Let's take this company at their word that business is slow, and they're not just trying to pick on this person. Let's assume that to be true. Are they allowed to do this? And the answer is no, absolutely not. A company cannot reduce your hours. A company can't reduce your pay. I guess they could reduce her hours if they wanted to keep her pay the same, but obviously that's not what's happening here. They gave her a pay cut. They cannot do that. Even if it's true that the business is slow, a company can't do that. What that means is this reduction now, now that it's gone for a while, she's spoken to them, it doesn't seem like they're they're stopping it. She now has the opportunity to treat that as a constructive dismissal. So it happens when your hours get reduced. Constructive dismissal, she can leave with severance. Now, I know there's a lot of employers there that may say, well, wait a second, what is this employer supposed to do? Well, very, very simple. 
If this employer was doing things properly, when they hired this employee, they would have had an employment agreement that says, hey, we can change your hours or reduce your hours for business needs. If they had had her sign an employment agreement like that, then yes, they could do that. They didn't do that. So now that they didn't, they can't complain that, wait a second, now they have to pay her severance. So if your employer reduces your hours, if they change your shift unilaterally, if it, now you're making less money or working hours that are not as favorable, that is mm-hmm. not something your employer is allowed to do. It's a constructive dismissal, John. We're going to get to your calls here shortly. 416-870-6400, star 640 on sale. What else is on your mind, pal? So I spoke uh, with uh, a a gentleman that uh, was let go from his job, and here's what happened with him. So he had been working the same job. He was working Monday to Thursday, Mm -hmm. and uh, he was a machine operator and, you know, rotating shifts, et cetera. But uh, he needed to make some more money, so on his days off, he got a second job working at a different place as a machine operator as well. Well, his employer found out about it, freaked out, for lack of a better term, and fired him. Said, no, you can't work for somewhere else. And, you know, another company that's essentially a a competitor, I guess, you can't work somewhere else, so we're going to fire you. Hmm. Uh, And he wanted to know, is this right? No, John, the answer is absolutely not. He cannot be fired for cause for having another job. And, And the reason for that is the second job doesn't really interfere with his obligations to his current employer. The fact that he works there operating a machine on his days off doesn't impact the job of his main, or he does for his main employer. Now, if somehow this created a conflict, that could be an issue. If somehow now uh, he wasn't able to work his full shift, that could be an issue. Uh, let's say this guy was in marketing. Let's say he was in a marketing executive. It would be inappropriate for him to work for two companies in the same business because there's a conflict of interest. But this guy is a machine operator. There's no conflict. It's not a problem if he, if Monday to Wednesday he operates machine A and uh, Friday to Sunday he operates machine B. So, no, it's not an issue. It's a wrongful dismissal. He's owed severance. It's not cause. Just another reminder, John, how difficult it is to terminate for cause and how often I see situations where employers try to terminate for cause when cause doesn't exist. Again, 416-870-6400-STAR-640 on sale. Plenty of time for you to call in. This is the best part of the show is when you have your input and uh, we take your calls. Rob, thanks for hanging on, fella. Good evening. Hey, Rob. Rob is not happy. Oh, there you are. Hey, Rob, what's up, pal? Uh, I'm here. Sorry, I'm going up the escarpment in Hamilton. It's kind of... Okay. So... I was listening to Alex's show. I'm a, maybe you guys heard it. I'm not sure. In mm-hmm. regards to the escalation on, from the teachers' union, so I know from listening to the show forever that it's the union can't do much. But my my question basically is: it seems as though the government is finally listening to the people and playing hardball with the teachers and not giving in to their asinine demands, for lack of a better term. So when these teachers are getting their salary given to the parents that they're inconveniencing and they're basically unable to pay their mortgages as a result of that, are they going to be able to break their union and restructure the actual like education sector finally no. and stop allowing this hostage taking to occur? Unfortunately not. And, you know, again, we're talking legally, not politically. Uh, from a legal yeah. standpoint, no, you, you can't 
break the union. In, in some, there are situations where you can vote the union out. It's not going to happen with a union this big. Uh, it's just impossible. There's a process, but usually that's processes. You know, if you're at a factory, you have a union with 30 employees. There's a process for these guys to to you know get the union out. It's not something that's practical with the teachers' union. It's not going to happen. So you know, we can debate whether it's good or bad to have the union. That's a different issue. But from a legal standpoint, yeah, the the union's not going anywhere. But the question the the question is. Is the union, the members of the union themselves, when they start not being able to pay their mortgages, and they realize that the, the, the people actually are fighting back against their their literal hostage taking, what options are those teachers going to have, and is that going to potentially be able to be, go on and be prolonged? Like, what are the repercussions to the to the unions for a whole bunch of uh, say mm-hmm. people? going into university that are losing thousands of dollars like what recourse do these people have keep in mind that the reason why these issues happen is because there was a strike vote and and that the the members of the union voted to to do this to do this this uh uh you know these strikes so the members chose to do that there's really nothing that can be done above that Uh, and and there's really no legal action that can be taken about the union there's positives there's negatives about being part of a union one of the the negatives is that you live and you die by the union you can't really go and do your own thing it's just the way the system works your phone calls again 416-870-6400 star 640 on cell reaching out by email is help at employmentlawyer.ca and uh, there you go tell me a little bit about pocket employment lawyer we uh, we love this new uh, new website yeah that's right it's a, it's a website it's a tool pocketemploymentlawyer.ca that allows everyone that now gives everyone their own employment lawyer you already have an employment lawyer it's right mm-hmm. there on your phone at pocketemploymentlawyer.ca it's a tool that allows you to find out for free in seconds, first of all, how much severance you're owed. If you lost your job, if you want to know uh, whether the offer is fair, and by the way, it's probably not, uh, you go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. But many more things. Maybe if you're wondering if you're an employee or an ind- independent contractor, maybe you want to know if the company had cause to let you go. Maybe you want to know if you've been discriminated against, if your situation is considered discrimination or human rights violation or harassment, that and other things Pocket Employment Lawyer can do. You answer some question, it's going to tell you, here's what this means. Here's what you're owed. Here's what your entitlements are. It's free. It's anonymous. You don't have to put in your name or the company's name. Uh, There's no record of you being there. It's just for your information. So check out pocketemploymentlawyer.ca anytime you have a legal problem, even before you call me, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. So you've been terminated. Now what? This is a question that you'll get from uh, probably 90% of the callers that call you at the office during like, okay, I've been let go. What do I do now, Lior? I'm swinging in the wind. That's it. And, and a lot of individuals, many people, have never had to go through this. Uh, either you know, they haven't, they, they're fairly new to the workforce. So many people are fortunate right. that they've worked at the same company for years and years and years. So we want to talk about how to deal with that unfortunate and unpleasant event when you're called into a meeting, you're let go, what to do, what to say, what your rights are. Uh, I think it's something important because inevitably, John, everyone is going to have to deal with this at some point in their lives, hopefully not more than once, but it's going to happen. And we'll get to one quickly here before I take our first break. And this is, you know, we refer to as the spidey sense. Are there any uh, sure signs that may tell someone they're, uh, you're about to get sacked? 
Yeah, when your company stops uh, making long-term plans for you or scheduling things, you know, far into the future, that's always a, a plan. When you hear rumblings about uh, restructuring and cost-cutting or realignments, that's always a sign that something's going to happen. When you're being asked to provide a lot of information about your job and what you do day to day, uh, you know, maybe to give a list of your tasks, that's always yeah. a sign. Uh, if you're called into a, a meeting on a, on a day when you're not expected to have a meeting, that's probably a sign. So, so there's a number of signs. And in my experience, John, when you think it's going to happen and your spidey sense is tingling, there's a reason. It almost always yeah. is accurate. And, and the one thing I do want individuals to remember is that if a company wants to let you go, there's actually nothing that can be done to stop it, to prevent it. I had a call or email earlier today saying, I believe tomorrow they're gonna terminate me, terminate me, Leo. I need to speak to you today immediately. That person was hoping to do something about it. The reality is you can't stop it. The only thing we mm -hmm. can do is make sure if it does happen, your, that your entitlements are covered, that you get everything in your road. You can't actually undo it or prevent the company from terminating employment. Right to your calls after a short break. Hang on there, Rangit. We got you. And Tom as well for you, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell or one triple eight two two five talk That is toll free. Email is help at employmentlawyer.ca. Just getting warmed up here. Bring it on the Wednesday night edition of the Employment Law Show. Global News Radio. And the topic we uh, we just started to get, uh, get into, uh, so you've been terminated, now what? We'll get to more of that after the phone calls, because always our phone calls are uh, top priority. Ranjit, uh, well, thank you for hanging on. How are you tonight? I'm good, thank you. Good. What's on your mind, pal? Yeah, basically, I, I worked for a company for, say, about 16 months. Uh, the owner sold the business. Uh, another owner came in, took me, made me sign a, a new contract, mm. and then, then after two months into the contract, he turned around to me and says, uh, "I'm sorry, but you don't fit in. I'm going to have to let you go." And that was done on the day. I mean, he he actually spoke to me for half an hour. He had a letter there, and he said, "You know, that's it. I'm afraid I'm going to have to let you go." So, Ranjit, how much did they pay you? How many weeks pay? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. They so paid me my uh, they paid me my wages. Yes. Uh, and my holiday pay. What was that? What vacation pay? What was owed to me? So right there, that's a breach of the Employment Standards Act because even if you had signed an employment agreement that limits your entitlements, they would still have to pay you two weeks' pay because of the fact that the service with the previous company counts. But you're probably owed significantly more. So we know you've been there for 16 months totally, including with the previous company. Uh, first of all, uh, sorry, I was 16 months first. Yes. And then there was another two months after. Okay, so 18 months. That's fine. Uh, what yeah. kind of a job and, and how old are you, Ranjit? Uh, I'm 58, and it was I'm an auto body technician. Okay, good. So someone in your situation will be owed three months pay, potentially four months pay. Months, not weeks. Be number yeah. one, the service with the previous company, the 16 months count towards your seniority. So you're now an 18-month employee, so call it a year and a half. So in your situation, yeah. yes, you'd be owed severance on that basis. Even if that employment agreement that they had you sign limited you to the bare minimum, it would still be two weeks. The fact that they they would have breached anything like that, it's not even enforceable. So bottom line, they owe you three to four months pay. They're allowed to let you go, even though you may not have done anything wrong. 
but they have yeah. to pay you that compensation. So, Ranjit, what I want yeah. you to do is I want you to reach out to me off air. Let's you and I sit down, discuss this. Let me help you get what you're owed, okay? Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Ranjit. Appreciate it. Uh, here is that number to reach out and take it further. Please do. one 855 Again, one 855 or help at employmentlawyer.ca to reach out through email. But for the remainder of this show tonight, you know it, 416-870-6400, star 640 on your cell. Tom, big fella. Thanks for hanging on. How are you? Hey, good. How you doing, guys? Good, brother. What's on your mind? All right, so I've been working uh, for about uh, 20 years, 20, 25 mm-hmm. years or so, and um, I got my uh, my layoff uh, papers, and um, they gave me, um, they've given me, an, in writing, an amount that they want to give me, and it's not, um, I didn't accept it, and uh, I picked up a part-time job in the meanwhile. Um, so... Um, they wanted to, they're trying to call me back in because of the amount of time I've had with them, uh, saying that I'd have to work an additional year and then they can give me more money for it. And after that, then they can get rid of me. But uh, that doesn't sound right to me. Okay, so I'm not sure I understand. So a company lets you go and then yeah. they say, come back to work? Uh, yeah, they let me go. They, 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 they've laid me off for five. Well, let's just make it clear. They've laid me off. Oh, like I, I, they they try to make it a temporary layoff? Well, no, no, not temporary. They said that's it. You're done. You're oh, you're done. done. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you finished. You're done. Uh, so then, uh, because of my tenure, the amount of time I've been with this company, I said, "The heck with this! I'll go grab a part-time job." So uh, Morgan. And meanwhile, they made me an offer, and I didn't agree with it. I said, "Forget it. I'm not going with that." Um, and uh, they, I've been there longer than a bunch of other guys. And all of a sudden, they realized that they made a mistake and tried to get rid of these other guys and try to bring me back. Cause I've been I see. Like, ah. I see. I mean, the, the old bait and switch. And then, uh, yeah. So so tell me this. So, so they made you an offer. How many months' pay was it, the, the offer that you didn't accept? Uh, it was about, um, it's about 10 grand. But in terms of months' pay, how many months' pay? Or... I'm not sure. It's 28. I've been there for about 20, 25 years. So um, I'm making about there and make it about uh, around 60 70 grand a year i see so it's it's you know a couple of months pay really yeah so really. so you say you didn't accept it but so when you no. didn't accept it what did you do did you did you hire a lawyer what, what were you doing no, I, didn't hire any, I didn't hire anybody because i always to you, I said don't accept what uh, what they offer you and then go talk to a lawyer when it's time i haven't picked anybody else up. I didn't haven't picked anybody up yet so what i ended up doing was i just wrote them i just wrote it i declined uh, yeah, but 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 here's the thing. It kind of if someone offers you something and you're owed more, the answer generally shouldn't be, oh, I'm not going to accept it. Uh, goodbye. The answer should should be, I'm going to hire a lawyer and get what I'm owed. But in any no, case, exactly here's the right. thing: you you you're, you don't have to go back in in the circumstances, uh, and, and you probably are owed after all these years. It could be as much as as 24 months pay. It could be probably anywhere from 18 to 24 months. But you know, it, it doesn't make any sense to just say, "Oh, I'm not accepting," and kind of go off on your merry way. So. Give me a call. You're owed significantly more. You got to deal with this, though. You can't ignore it, right? You can't. It, it's not going to resolve itself. They're not going to pay you what they owe you on their own. So l- reach out to me. Let me help you get what you're owed. The nice thing is, this is not complicated. This is going to resolve, Tom. So probably 18, you know, as much as 24 months pay. It's a huge difference over the two months pay that they've offered you. So let's have that talk and let me help you get what you're owed. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. 
Thanks, Tom. Appreciate the call, and do reach out. Trust me, reach out. one 821 5900 is one way, or help at employmentlawyer.ca to call through tonight, get some answers, see how good it does. It can be uh, it can be well worth your uh, your couple minutes' time and to pick up a phone, 416-870-6400, star 640 on your cell. Stuart, thanks for hanging on. Good evening. Good evening. How are you, fella? Uh, well, I'm not too bad, not too bad. Okay, good. What's up? Okay, well, I just have a question. Um, back in December, or back actually November, I was informed. My situation is I'm a truck driver. I drive for a company that's based out of Kitchener. I'm in London. Um, they've I've worked for this company for 21 years, and now they want to take my truck and put it in the Kitchener. Uh, and it's a like a three or sorry about. Uh, over 250 kilometers to commute there and gas and so on and so forth. Plus, I have to start two hours earlier in the morning. I already get wow. up at four in the morning. Um, what I I can't accept that uh, those conditions, so I'm going to have to leave. What it, it, I've go ahead. Yes, yeah, sure. and is it fair to say that for the for the 20 plus years you've been there, you've worked out of London the whole time? That's correct. Okay. So, uh, and anything else you want to tell me before I give you my thoughts? Yeah. Um, okay. I, I I got a lawyer yep. and told them that he, he wrote a letter that that that's unacceptable. Blah 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 blah. And they wrote one back saying basically, too bad. Um, we'll extend it three months because you shouldn't have any problem getting another job. Now, I'm just wondering: at the end of the three months, am I working for my severance? pay or am i entitled to severance pay at the end of the three months like in april april 6th is when they're taking the truck regardless so so here's the thing you're probably owed about let's say 18 months severance now those three months do count towards your severance so you're working that part of your severance but you're still going to be owed another say 15 months pay now what is true is that if you're able to replace your income that could reduce your entitlements uh, so I wouldn't be waiting on this. I mean, uh, if, if your lawyer sent a letter and, uh, and and that didn't do the trick, you got to start legal action now, today. Uh, well, today's a bit late, but tomorrow, because of the fact that time is not your friend here. You will find another job, right? You know, truck drivers generally these days are in demand. So you want to try to get this resolved before that happens so you, that you can get the severance that you're owed. So if you want my help, happy to help you, uh, but time is not on your side here. You want to take that legal action. Once you take the legal action, they're going to want to resolve it. They'll want to come to the table to negotiate, to, to pay you what, what they actually owe you. But, yes, that three months would count towards the 18 months that you would otherwise be owed. I see. Okay, so at, at the very least, I, I should be able to expect some severance at the end of the, at, by April. Well, absolutely. Some of that, though, does depend on whether or not you've been able to find a job and replace your income. Okay? I, okay. So if, if you do, then you may not be owed anything else. So that's why you want to get this resolved before you find another job. Because time is not on your side here. If you want my help to start a legal action to get that compensation, reach out to me off air. Happy to help you. Happy to, do, to make that happen.
Stuart, appreciate your time. Yeah, reach out. You know the number. Said it a few times already. For everybody else, it's a good number. one 821 5900 Help at employmentlawyer.ca. The number to call in, of course, to this uh, this program every Monday, Wednesday is uh, 416-870-6400, star 640 on sale. Please use it. Love talking to you. Appreciate uh, your time and all your calls. AJ, you're up next. How are you? I'm okay. How are you guys tonight? Good. Good, pal. What's uh, What's on your mind? Um, so back in 2016, I've been listening to your show a lot and just kind of learning here and there. And, Beauty. Uh, Love it. Yeah. I realized that I was working full time at a gas bar and, uh, they never paid me for statutory holidays. We're only talking about like two or 300 bucks here, but like still I'm, I could use that money now. And I was wondering if I can just go there myself and be like, look, you didn't pay me. You owe me. What should I do? Well, I mean, you, obviously you can go in there and ask, but the reality is that the limitation period has expired, unfortunately. There's a two-year limitation period. So if this was in 2016, it would have expired in 2018. So unless they're being extremely generous, which if they were, that you wouldn't be in this position presumably to begin with, mm-hmm. uh, they're not going to pay you, and there's nothing you could do by way of a legal action to force them. Uh, it's so important to remember there is a, pretty much for any issue, there is a two-year limitation period. If you're owed money, if you're owed vacation pay, holiday pay, severance pay, you name it, it's two years. So even two years in a day, unfortunately, would be uh, too late, AJ. So they're clean. They got away with it clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they got away with it, unfortunately, because we've waited too long, and, and at this point, you can't go back. It's two years. It, it, we've talked about this before on the show. Now, sometimes yeah. I'm talking to people that could be owed $50,000, $100,000 in unpaid severance, and I have to tell them, unfortunately, you waited too long. It's more than two years. Can't help you. Uh, it always, always kind of breaks my heart to tell people that. Uh, and, and, you know, unfortunately for, for AJ, it's a couple hundred bucks. It's only a couple hundred bucks, but still, yeah. obviously. He should have gotten that paid, but we can't do anything about it now. 416-870-6400, star 640 on your cell is a way to call in. we got open lines. Bring it on a few questions. Don't, uh, don't be bashful. In the meantime, talking about this, so you've been terminated, and now what? Uh, for those who have not had the, uh, the pleasure of being <laughs> terminated, of being uh, sacked, how does a termination meeting usually go? Yeah, and it's never fun. No one's ever attended yeah. a termination meeting and said, wow, this is great. I want another. <laughs> uh, no one's ever done that. Uh, said, <laughs> said nobody ever, right? But right. Uh, the reality is that usually it's a meeting in a boardroom, and there, uh, there's almost always going to be more than one person. Oftentimes it's a supervisor and then a char person. And they tend to be brief meetings where not a lot is said. Uh, So a lot of people would expect that information is going to be provided about reasons and process. Usually not. Usually it's simply a meeting where the the HR person would say, we've decided to to make a change. We've decided to to part ways with you. Here's your letter of termination. Uh, We're going to help you get your belongings and, and off you go. It could be as simple or short as one minute. Sometimes it could be a few minutes, but it's not. It's more kind of like a ripping a Band-Aid. It's going to yeah. be really quick, uh, and you may have a lot of questions, and, and you're not, unfortunately, going to get answers to those. Uh, an HR person is not going to answer, is not going to try to engage usually in a discussion. 
and and that's what it is. And before you know it, it's it's like what just happened, right? I mean, I was working. I thought today is going to be a day like any other. I was, you know, thinking about what I'm going to do over the weekend with my family. And today, now I just found out I'm out of a job. So it happens that quickly in most cases. Uh, and and it, it almost be like just what just happened. So like something hit you and you, you didn't even uh, realize when before you realize it's over. Yeah, I've been there. It's like a bucket of water over the head, man, for sure. A friend of mine once said, you know, when you walk in the office to a meeting, if it's a clear glass, you might be okay. If you're going into a frosted glass office, you're done. <laughs> yeah, very good. You know, I, I never thought about it in those terms. Yeah, if it's, if it's the kind of the corner boardroom where, where it's kind of far away from everyone with the frosted yeah. glass, yeah, you're probably uh, done yeah. for it. If it's kind of uh, in a public space and the door is open and the windows are open, uh, you're probably okay. <laughs> yeah. So you've been terminated. Now what? Does the company have to give you a reason? as to why they're letting you go or is there a circumstance when they have to? You know, a lot of times uh, when I get calls from individuals, they're very upset that the company didn't tell them why and they ask the question, well, why am I being let go? Well, you know, what, what did I do wrong? And the company simply said, no, we're not going to answer that. Uh, and, and I can understand exactly why that would be frustrating completely. It would be for me as well. But from a legal standpoint, a company does not have to tell you why they're letting you go. They don't have to give a reason. They don't have to give an explanation. They don't have to tell you what the process was that they engaged in to reach that decision. They simply will tell you that they lost, that, that, that they're letting you go. Today's your last day. And that's it. Now, in some situations, a company may give you some reason. They'll say it's a restructuring, it had nothing to do with you. Or they may say, well, you know, we weren't happy with the results from uh, Q3, whatever it is. But they don't have to. And in most cases, even if they start engaging with you about a reason, it's going to be very, very brief and not yeah. detailed. And, and that in and of itself, John, is not wrong legally. It's maybe not nice, but it's not wrong. So don't expect the company to give you a detailed explanation, uh, even if you ask the questions. And most of the time, they're not going to answer them. 416-870-6400-640 on cell. You have questions about this. If you've been through it, call us. want to talk to you. And if you have any questions about this topic, please uh, please bring them on. What should you say during that termination meeting, even though it's going to be pretty brief? Yeah, and, and you really don't need to say much. I mean, if it's a situation where you're let go today, then and there's really not much else to say. You want to find out about, you know, how you're going to get your belongings. Are they going to courier them to you? Are they going to let you come in on the weekend and pack your stuff? Or they want you to pack your stuff right now. Uh, you may uh, want to talk to them about how you return company property. You know, if you have a laptop or a phone or, or what have you, uh, that's something that needs to be uh, addressed. Uh, it's always a good idea if there's something that you know that the company needs to know. Maybe there's an urgent uh, project you're working on and something was happening. It's probably a good idea to tell them about it just so you know we're expecting this and this to happen. Uh, now, if the, on the other hand, if the company is saying we're terminating you, but it's not now, we're giving you notice of termination, maybe you're going to be let go in two months or six months, then you want to find out about what the expectations are in terms of your job, if anything is changing, if your hours are changing, your compensation is changing. You want to understand what the deal is over the next few months. But if you are let go right away, either than tying up loose ends, there's really nothing you need to say or do. Uh, you need to, to, to listen, understand exactly what they're saying. Unfortunately, get your, your, your stuff and you have to leave. You've just uh, you've just had the meeting now. Uh, what happens then, other than the fact that you you know you're weak in the knees and you're just you've got the, your jaw drops and you've got this 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 feeling this flush feeling of disbelief like I can't believe I just lost my gig. Whether it's two weeks or two decades, it's like man, what do you like? What do you do? Where do you go? 
Well, now it's time to to really look after your interests. Now yeah. it's it's time yeah. to really make sure that you're protected, that your family has what it needs to to get you to that next position, to that next job. And it starts with that severance letter. You're going to, when you walk into a termination meeting, you're going to be handed a severance letter. Usually it's in an envelope. It's not something that most cases the company is going to want you to read on the spot. But you need to read that document. You need to understand what the company is offering. Uh, in, in most cases, certainly in a without cause termination case, the company is going to make you a severance offer. And, and it's that point you have to assess that offer. And again, spoiler alert for those that have not heard the show before, have not been terminated before, that offer usually is going to be pennies on the dollar, a lot less than what the company actually owes you. And it's your job to make sure that it's right and, and then potentially engage in a negotiation. Now we have to make sure you get the compensation that you're owed. Now the job is over. We have to move forward from it. It's not coming back. There's no way to give you the job back, even though you may not have done anything wrong. Now it's about that compensation that will carry you until you find another job. 416-870-6400, star 640 on sale. Got a couple calls coming through. That is how we roll. Love to talk to you here. So now, uh, you know, part of that uh, being let go is you got the banker's box. You know, here's your here's your hat. What's your hurry? Out mm-hmm. you go. You're staring at that severance letter, and there is, there it is, right at the bottom. Ooh, a deadline says you have to accept by such and such a time. More panic sets in. What do you do now? There's always the deadline. So the company <laughs> I just said will offer you severance, and... Then you'll see the deadline. What well, to accept it, you have to sign this by Friday or Monday or whatever the date is, or else you don't get it. And that's huge stress. Well, let me make it easier. Let's take that stress away. That deadline is meaningless, okay? Yep. You don't have to worry about it. Your rights don't expire on that deadline. It's a pressure tactic. That's all it is. So ignore it. Go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. Call me. Make sure that you get what you're owed. Once you sign it, even though you did it because of that deadline, you're stuck. And if you find out later you're owed another $60,000, you can't do anything about it. Ignore that deadline. Hard as it is, it's meaningless. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. Matt, good evening. You're up. How are you, pal? Good evening, guys. How's it going? Great. Fantastic. Thanks for calling in. What's, uh, what's your concern? So I've uh, been with my current company about seven months now. Uh, they recruited me from, uh, from another employer. Uh, they came after me pretty hard, gave me a really good offer. Uh, now I'm hearing that there's some restructuring going on within the company, so I have a little bit of concerns uh, regarding my my employment, seeing how I'm the new guy. Um, now, I've been in the industry uh, about 15 years, uh, 47, almost 48 years old, uh, six-figure salary, you know, all my expenses paid, work from home office, car, you know, uh, company credit cards, et cetera, et cetera. So, I, you know, from what I understand, uh, they have to look at my my work history uh, when it comes to severance, but you guys are the experts. So, Matt, how long did you work with the previous company, the one they hired you away from? Uh, it was almost eight years. So, yeah, if they recruited you away, if you're not out there shopping your resume, you didn't apply to them, they came after you, you were just content to be where you're at, we call, the indu- we call that inducement, which means if they let you go within the first, you say, couple of years, they now have to account for the time, those eight years of the previous company. So if they were to let you go tomorrow, in the eyes of the law, you wouldn't be a seven-month employee, you'd be an employee of eight years plus, which would obviously impact your severance. That said, we have 
have to take a look at your employment agreement. You may have signed an employment agreement seven months ago when you started, and it's possible that that employment agreement limits your entitlements, that they may have addressed this issue so that they don't have to be in this situation. So if you want me to review that so I can kind of ease your mind in terms of what you're actually owed if they let you go, reach out to me, send me a copy of the employment agreement, and I'll take a look at it. But otherwise, yes, they would have to account with the time uh, for the time with the previous company. Okay. Uh, now, would they also have to take into account, uh, you know, the uh, I guess the perks of the job? You know, I had a, I had my own car before. Yes. Oh no. So, so it would be based. No, it would be based on the compensation you have with the current company, your compensation structure with them, not on the deal you had with the previous company. So the years of that with that company would count, but they wouldn't have to compensate you based on the income or the payment arrangements you had with the previous company. It's this current company only. Matt, appreciate that call. Uh, please reach out. I'll give you the number here in a moment. Just want to try to get to uh, to Frank at least. Uh, maybe Pamela. Hi, Frank. Go ahead quickly. Hey, man. How you doing? Good. What's up? Um, just basically got backdoor released from a job. Mm-hmm. Uh, hired someone else underneath the backdoor. Been working there ten years. Part time job, like three four days a week. Uh, haven't been paid a stat since the day I started. And vacation pay. Holiday pay, I know generally I believe they're supposed to pay you out by the end of the next year when they owe it to you. Haven't been paid out any of it ever. So uh, obviously you... Somewhere to go with this. So you're obviously owed that compensation, but it's more than that. I mean, after 10 years, depending on your job and your age, you could be owed anywhere from 6 to 12 months of pay, uh, of severance. So, and, and a company that doesn't pay you properly vacation and holiday pay, there's no way they've done that. They're allowed to let you go even though you've done nothing wrong, but they're going to have to pay you that severance. So obviously there's a lot to talk about. I want you to reach out to me because we're running out of time here on the show. Reach out to me off air. You could be owed significant compensation. We are out of time indeed. Pamela, I see you waiting there, but uh, here's here's what I want you to do for sure. You need to follow up based on what it says here on my screen. You need to follow up with Lior and the crew. Do so. That includes everybody who called in who still has questions. Uh, the number 1-855-821-5900. Again, 1-855-821-5900. Email is help at employmentlawyer.ca. Use it and always go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. We'll catch you back in the weekends. And the TV show is coming up on the weekends. Saturday and Sunday mornings as well on Global TV and CTV. Do not go anywhere. The amazing Alex Pearson is returning with On Point right here on Global News Radio.